Welcome to another episode of Bagels of Brews. I am Tell Altman, joined by Greg Luther and Porkchop. What's up, fellas? What up, Dale? How's everything going out in God's country? You know, same old, same old cows and trees and mountains and prairie. Well, thanks. To, well, thanks to Dale revealing something. Dale thinks I, Dale let a cat out beg. I do work for the mafia, apparently. I mean, you posted the picture of post picture. You dressed I up. Know. You're all dressed up. I didn't think anybody. I didn't think anybody would catch on and all that. I'm like, God damn it, Dale. The hair looks like no, back. You got like the fucking the killer look on your face, and you're fucking always oh, got that ball bat. So it's like, yeah, like you can't no, even it because you're so used to going around busting people up for the fucking uh, gambling money they it, owe. Right, exactly. Like right a, now, right? a slimmer version of Vinny well, well, no, no. So, so funny story. When I do do fantasy football or college basketball thing, I'm always the one that's collecting the money, and I keep telling people, "I got to have the money now. I got to have the money now." And they better start listening. They see that picture and they watch this show with you swinging that bat around. But no, but people. They, uh, you, People are like, Craig, why are you bothering me? I got to get the money now, man. I don't want to deal with this shit anymore. I'm just kidding. I don't. How many notches you got in that back, Greg? Yeah. How many knocks? Well, there's a couple of dents in here, a couple of good ones. Bet. I'll bet. Craig the Hammer. Greg the, the Hammer Valentine. There you go. Yeah. Like the real wrestler. Cash Advance. <laughs> they call Greg. It's, it's fucking. He's got Cash hey, Advance. Hey, I make everybody an offer they can't refuse. Yeah. And then you break their legs. Yeah, pretty much. You go in a big savage mode. And that's the thing. You probably don't even remember. That's why he comes on here all happy and shit. Poor job. He blacks out. When he goes into savage mode, right. we've seen it. Yeah, I know. It's, it's like, real. it's like, what the hell happened here? It's like a multiple personality disorder. Yeah. yeah. It's like, you know, Will Ferrell and the, the other guys, Mark Wahlberg, when he was Gator. And it was like, when he goes into Gator, he, he just he loses it. He's not the same. Right, exactly. It's that's better to have Gators money. That's that's right. You gotta keep some fucking some kind of fucking antipsychotics around when Greg's with you. Yeah. I need to start yeah. traveling with a fucking shot. Keep one that's with true. me. That's true. I mean, you traveled all the way down here with him and back. I know. I know, man. Dale, Dale, man. You owe a debt. You owe a debt, buddy. I did not know my life was in danger. Exactly, man. Exactly. I'm a man of many faces and all that and stuff. The more you know, Fort Job, the more you know. I know. So I believe today is the last day of Bengals rookie minicamp, Mr. Mafia Greg. We haven't seen a lot since the first day of rookie minicamp. So maybe we'll get some more interviews, stuff like that tomorrow. I know there's a media day going on tomorrow which is why James Rapide will not be able to join us tomorrow at 3.30, but we are going to have him on Wednesday at 3.30. So I'm pretty excited about that one. Me and Huday Joe, I believe, are going to be interviewing 
Mr. James repeating for about 30 minutes. So that should be a good time. If there's anything you guys want to ask, like, you know. Oh, well, I already got to interview or anything, you know. I already got to interview him, but I mean, you know. Well, I was talking about the people oh. in the chat, Greg. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought Greg you asked me. <laughs> hey, Greg, don't give a fuck. He's swinging the bat. He's like, yeah. I already got to interview him, Dale. But yeah, I figure we go over some of the stuff, you know, um, Dan Horde reported on from the, since we obviously don't have the credentials to be there, even though I'm kind of disappointed, I thought Greg would sneak in at some point. No, I snuck in. I asked a question, remember? No, for the training camp. Oh, okay. No, no, no. But, uh, no, but Dale, one thing I do want to cover is what was the whole thing with uh, Marissa Contapelli posted this with a, I, with Logan Wilson, because remember, we all thought it was a hint he's signing extension soon. I did not see it on any Bengals website or anything. They're just uh, fucking with us. Yeah, I have they're no idea. Mi- they're putting up miscellaneous fucking with you pictures. Okay. So they yeah, put the it wasn't in the... their video at all. It wasn't in the intro video, was it? No, it wasn't anything. She just posted. So this could be, oh, I hope this is a clue to something. The schedule release, you know, like I watched it yeah. once. I, I didn't know. Maybe that was the graphic that was in there. If not, maybe they're just going back and filming something with him. Right. Who knows? Could be a lot of things. We don't know. We'll find out. What's up, Foxy? What's up, everybody? Uh, Jolly with a question here. Should we start worrying about Joe and P extensions that they no, haven't happened yet? I'm still not worried. You know, like I say, you got to remember all the extensions over the years Geno Atkins, Carlos Dunlop, all these extensions happened during training camp. I'm not worried at all yet. It's still early. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I mean, like, you know, was I expecting it earlier with T? Sure, but I still think it's going to get done. I'm like, you know, who knows? Maybe they got something cooking up soon. I don't know, but I'm I'm not worried at all yet. Yeah, I'm not too concerned. Uh, I mean, we'll see. Training camp, I'm certainly not concerned about Burroughs. Uh, no. I think thing it's smart for him to wait. Every quarterback seems to get an extra million or so from the last one. So there's still deals out there for Herbert. And, and uh, I don't know if there's anybody else, but I know Herbert. And uh, all the deals that come in for Lamar and everybody else have already happened. So he could just be waiting out Herbert. And then after that, he'll say, okay, now knock a million on to what he got. And we're good. That's right. Yeah. Well, no, I am not worried about Burrow at all. Like James Rapine was on our show last week. He said he, he said he would be shocked before the season started. Burrow's contract was not taken care of. I am not worried about Burrow's contract. He is the one, obviously, I hope. And Logan Wilson – I'm more confident in Logan the T, but like James said, it depends. You look at the linebacker market, like we got, what's his name, resigned? Jermaine Pratt, you don't know how much he's going to be asking for, but T. Higgins, obviously David Mulgett, as we all talk about, you know, with his agent, I still think something's going to take care. Because you look at T, what he posts on Twitter. I mean, like you saw the thing with Isaiah Simmons, who's a free agent next year. He says, hey, come Cincinnati. T's very committed to Cincinnati. Whereas you look at, what's his name, Williams up in the Jets. If you Did you guys see starting tackle for the dot, dot, dot? You don't see T saying anything bad about the Bengals. He's all positive. So I think I, I, T's just all positive vibes with the Bengals lately, so I'm not worried. Any concerns porting up with T Higgins' contract? Nah, man, I ain't worried about it at all because uh, they're going to sign Burrow, and even if they don't sign T this year, we got him for another. We got this year and we got two more years. We can sign him on the franchise tag. He ain't going anywhere soon. Now, I'll say I'm, I am slightly concerned, I'll say, because I'm probably going to be concerned until it either A, officially gets done, or I just think the longer it don't get done, the more likely we're going to get into the Jesse Bates scenario. Yes. And the same agent and the same, okay, you franchise tag him. He's not going to love that, but he'll play under it, and then he 
you know, it'll probably get to the point to where he won't play under a second franchise tag. So you do have, you know, this year and then maybe just one on a franchise. So you do have him for two more full seasons upcoming, most likely. Yeah. But I would love to get a deal done. Five-year deal and a four oh, yeah. five-year extension yeah. and just be done with it. But I don't know. It's just weird, you know, because there was the stuff floating out there like, oh, the deal's done. And it's like you would think even if maybe that was a little premature, you would think that there was still something to that, that maybe they were close. You know, you would hope at least. I shouldn't say think, but you would hope, yeah. you know, for that to be floated out there by somebody who does know the family at least, you know. I mean, I, I don't know how well, but it has been around them. And that for to say that, you know, makes me think it was close or it is close, but I, I just don't know what's going on because that was – that was a while ago that that surfaced out yeah. there. And I mean, nothing's the happened. Deal done. And it just, the longer it goes, the more I'm going to worry with, with that one. Now, maybe it's training camp because that's when they happen, Greg. Like you said, that's when they've typically, the extensions have happened for the Bengals yeah. for whatever reason. Maybe everything's in place and that just won't hit. And I hope it does. But if it doesn't happen this year in training camp and we go into the season, without him signing, because I'm not worried yes. about Burrow. That's going to get done. Yeah. But if we go into this season without T signing any kind of extension, then I'm like, uh-oh. Yeah, that's 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 when I'm, I'm I'm kind of at the panic button. I agree with you on that, Dale. That's when I'm at the panic button, kind of. Yeah. So, like, right now I'll just say slightly, because I can maybe right. see that coming. No, that's but, fair. But, you know, I'll wait and let's get through camp, and then week one rolls around. Week two, if we haven't heard nothing by week one or two, because usually they get those deals done at least by week one. Usually, right. I'm just so. yeah. It's always training camp. You, you when when it gets done. So who knows? Like I say, maybe they have some. I, I think since James said this one time, maybe they have some. Who knows? They have something planned out where they announce Burrow, Higgins, and Wilson together. Yeah. I, 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 I know that like Burrow, you'd want to announce. Maybe Burrow's like, no, I want to do it with all my teammates. I like as you said, but who knows? It could be a possibility, but. I get what you're saying. But why would Bur- I mean, because Burrow is going to be the centerpiece. That's why I don't think Burrow would even want to do that. Because why would I want to take away the shine from their guys when they get paid? Right. Like, that's my thought with that. that and then yeah, Wilson. Yeah. Wilson, that's another one that, I mean, wasn't mentioned in that question. But, yeah, right. I mean, it's got to – his thing is it, it benefits him almost to play out the season based on how the free agent yeah. market went with linebackers. You had well, guys getting $5.5 million to $7 million. And then you had Edmonds getting like almost twenty million. Same thing with the Ravens. Roquan Smith got almost twenty million. There's such a disparity between right. Uh, it's like it's five not to close. seven million and eighteen to twenty million. On right. Yeah. So it's like, where does Logan Wilson fit in that? Right. That's a huge gap. You don't know where to fill in that gap with T. Higgins. It's going to be big, but you kind of have a feel where you're going to have to pay him. But you know, with the linebacker court, it's like it's a huge gap. You have no idea. Well, I'll just ask you, Porkchop. Uh, getting a deal with Wilson, what do you think it would take maybe to get him to sign? And then what would you be comfortable offering him? I mean, I know it's not your money, but if you're trying to be the Bengals planning for other people, like where on that scale of between $8 million per season and $20 million per season, even we'll say six, $7 million per season to twenty, where Man, are you comfortable hope- at for him? I'll tell you what, we're hoping that he takes a deal like Pratt did, you know, Pratt was probably worth more than what he got. What he gets seven or 8 million a year. I think seven, seven. Yeah. And uh, Average. Logan Wilson's probably a little bit, he's better than him, you know, in the coverage and everything. I would imagine, uh, man, I don't know how the money all plays out, but you would think Wilson's going to get like eight to 10, maybe. 
And I think that's the range I would be comfortable with. Yeah. I mean, we kind of said the same thing with Pratt, like, but we thought Pratt was going to be playing in that more 12 to 13 range. Oh, absolutely. Well, and, and Wilson, if he goes somewhere else, he could probably get more. So I'm hoping he takes that hometown discount, you know, but uh, part of that hometown discount included Am uh, Lou Anarumo being here. And who knows what happens next year? Yeah. Yeah. I think they would be better to sign him sooner than later. What do you think, Greg? I, I think it benefits Wilson, like I said, to play out the season. Oh, because, yeah. Benefits him, like, sure. Because well, maybe that right, market man. goes up next year based on the overall market, not yeah. like two players getting. Well, he said he wants to get a deal done this offseason. So that's one positive thing. So before the season started last year, I had Wilson up here and Pratt like right here. But when the season ended, it's kind of like really close and all yeah. that. They're two different linebackers. Pratt's more the defensive linebacker. Wilson is like the all-around leader of that linebacker. So he should get more than Pratt. The most comfortable I would be with is maybe $10 million. But if he says, I want 15 to $7 million, I, I ha I'd have to be like, man, we have too much money to go around. I, I don't know if I can do that. You know, he when uh, he was talking to Lap, he was like kind of like saying like they're already in talks. Like yeah. his, the people are talking to Bengals and his people are talking. He said he thinks right. they've had some, but he wouldn't really kind of yeah. say. Well, remember, we all thought Bates, when Hubbard got signed, remember, we were all thinking Bates was going to get done. Remember, Hubbard even came in with a Bates t-shirt on. Think, well, we're like, oh, this deal is done. And all of a sudden this report comes out, you know, where, you know, Jesse Bates is on TV saying apparently they don't view me as the top safety. We all thought Jesse Bates was going to get signed right after Hubbard. So. You know, it, we'll, we'll have to see. But I, I I, just have this good feeling something will work out. I don't know why. Maybe I'm just being too overly positive, but I think something will work out. Well, and I just wonder, too, okay, so if Logan gets his deal, then it's almost more you're like, okay, is T going to get his? Yeah. But I, I don't And who's more replaceable? Because, like Charles is saying here, he thinks Burrow and uh, and T will get done. And then he's mentioning an undrafted free agent that we've talked about Shaka Hayward yeah. from Duke that we brought in, you know, and, but like Marcus Bailey, it's, he's on the last year of his deal. Akeem Davis Gaither on the last year of his yes. deal. Joe Bocci's on a one year deal. So if you do lose Wilson, that is a huge <laughs> question mark. And the thinking undrafted guy is going to come in and like Phil Logan Wilson shoes. Ah, mm -hmm. not, 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 not yeah. happening. And you know what? The funny thing is, you know, we're not even talking about right now. DJ Reader, I know he's going to be in his 30s and the Bengals like to stay young. But DJ Reader, we talked about this. That is the quarterback of your defense. That's that's going to be uh, – you asked me that question one time, Dale, if it came yeah. down to DJ Reader, Logan Wilson. And I'm still torn up, man, because we did – especially if we drafted – say if Mozzie Smith we took in the first right. round if he was there, I'd be like, okay, Reader's gone after this year. we got to hope Mozzie does well. We did not draft one nose tackle at all in this no. year. So no, we didn't draft a linebacker either. We brought no, we didn't. Like, but like, yeah, and like you we said, did draft a lot for the future needs, and you know, right. we didn't. No one had us bringing in two receivers, and I'm not saying they're bringing in two receivers because to replace Higgins. No, but they did bring in two receivers. That is something to pay attention to. Right. I mean, but I think that just does mean like Boyd's not getting that extension because we said, oh, maybe Boyd gets one for like one or two more year extension. No. But the the writing on the wall for three players to me immediately. Boyd, Awuzie, and uh, who's the third guy and all that and stuff. Boyd, Awuzie, and Hendrickson. 
I think that's writing on the wall oh, for all three guys. But right Henderson here. has two years on his deal still. But so yeah, fourteen million next year. Wouldn't we cut? We, don't we have the option of cutting him next year? Or I think that would be silly. As long if he comes out and produces the way he produced the last two years, I'm not cutting that guy on. His okay, way. or restructure. Maybe we could talk him into restructuring. You don't know that, but uh, but, but Awuzie, I just I mean, like if he balls out this year, he's going to get a contract. I mean, I just don't see retaining Awuzie as of right now. It just doesn't make any sense with all these young. Corners we drafted. No, yeah. I would agree with that. I think when Turner was drafted, that was the writing on the wall. This year, this year it was writing on the wall for Eli Apple, but for the long term, it's the writing yeah. on the wall for Awuzie most likely. But and as much as I'm a, you know how I am with Yossi Boss, I'm a huge fan. But if anybody for once thinks this is T Higgins' replacement, I'm going to be the first one to say you're out of your mind and all that and stuff. Yossi Bosch is still a developmental guy and all that. Like, here's the thing, though, Greg. Best case scenario in the Bengals' eyes, they start seeing that development. Yeah, and if yeah, they, that's uh, true. If they're unable to work out a deal with him, with T, then they say, okay, it's not next year. We're still going to franchise tag you. But the following right. year, they're like, this guy said two years to you know learn under these guys and our coaches right, no. and maybe maybe, maybe, <laughs> I, maybe I wouldn't but, count on it but no I'm just but, saying but yeah but Dale yeah yeah like I say not as of right now no and all that like like I say it's Tyler Boyd because we've talked about it two receivers we like Trent Rowe Trent Rowe was a good guy but like when those guys went down we really did Trent Rowe we did step up we, we really didn't have that good fourth receiver in, in my opinion and Charlie Jones and uh, Yossi Boss, I think, can provide that. Well, we needed some more speed, and they drafted two guys that give you a little more speed. Exactly. So that that was huge to yeah. get that. Chuck Sizzle definitely going to be seeing the field a lot this year. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Dale, I, Dale, I didn't forget our bet, man. I bet you I think it was, what, 15 tall boys I have with you if Yossi Boss is on the team, and that squad does not count. Uh, so it was 12, but, you know. Oh, 12, 12. Thank you for okay, getting 15. He's up in the bed. Hey, hey, Dale, see, this is how honest Dale is, guys, because he could have easily said, no, you, you said 20. So thank you, Dale. All right, so Crip wants to know why, well, really, no. why, why, why is Bo Jackson the greatest of all time? Well, if he stayed healthy, he could have been in all that. He was a damn good running back. I mean, I, I don't deny that, but, I mean, didn't play long enough. Uh, injury, I mean. Yeah, Sorry. I'm sorry, I don't – that's just how it is. Yeah, that was an easy one for Greg on that one. And yeah. then Charles here saying, I don't see us being able to keep Wilson, Awuzie, and no. Um Hilton, we still have yeah. for two years also, so that's a, like – I thought it was one year left he has. No, he signed a four-year and Awuzie a three-year. So Awuzie is the one who's on his last year, and Hilton still has an extra year after this. So that – is good because I think that plays out really well to have Hilton for two years, especially while these young guys are still coming along in Cam Taylor, Britt, and DJ Turner. If that's your two starters next year, those guys are still young. But you've got the veteran and uh, Mike Hilton in there as your slot corner still for another year. You're right, Dale. He's a free agent in 2025. I did not know that about Mike Hilton. Wow. Uh, he looked it up, Porkchop. He did. No, I didn't. I could have sworn when he said it was only for a three-year deal. My apologies. I – Listen, there's sometimes I think I could be wrong, and I'll say I might be wrong. I knew I was right, Greg, and you still looked it up. Wow. You don't no, trust I, me. You don't trust me, poor job. You're going to learn. You're going to learn one of these now. days. I mean, okay. your word is like the Bible to me. <laughs> and plus, we got DJ Ivy, too. Yeah. You know, who knows? That guy could do good. Yeah. Well, he's got the, he's got the long arms. So we'll start bas- uh, ass backwards here. 
He took the number 38. The arms 32 and 5 eighths inch arms for DJ Ivy. That was Dan Horde's note uh, from watching the training camp. Longer arms than Peter Skaronsky, the 11th overall pick, and Cody Motch, the 48th overall offensive lineman. So this guy's got some long arms, which is good for a corner because you're trying to get there and knock the ball loose and uh, pass deflections and all that. Yeah. He's just never really been like above average his whole right. time at Miami, Florida, and he's been there for five or six years, and he's played. He was actually kind of better when he was like his freshman year was one of his best years. Mm. And I will say for the man, which is a note I added, he has the game where he intercepted Kenny Pickett two times in one game. Yeah. So, hey, that's a good notch on your belt when, you know, he's on this division. Yeah. So even if he don't make the team right out, I could see that as a guy we try to develop on the practice squad. And I mean, he's got some traits to develop, including the arm length, decent speed. I mean, he's so. got good athleticism too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Overall, he's pretty solid. What, Greg? Well, no, Kelsey Conway just tweeted this. So listen to this. Jags had real interest in making a trade for Jonah. Since in Jacksonville had talks prior to the draft date for a source, Bengals opted not to move him. He is expected to participate in the mandatory activities and and play this season at right tackle. So yeah, no. So there were te- they had offers out there and all that. So clearly, what their asking price just didn't. Their asking price was big. You know, I'll give the Bengals credit. You know, they don't they don't just say, "Hey, we're making a trade." You got to give me more than what you're willing to give. You know, is this Jaguars. breaking news? This wasn't breaking news. Kelsey Conway tweeted tweeted this. The Jaguars took Anton Harrison. Right, uh, right. So prior to the draft. They probably wouldn't have taken. Obviously, they wouldn't have taken. Yeah, they, they may, yeah. If it was prior to the entire draft, well, and their other guy got suspended. Their actual left tackle, Cam Robinson. That's right. Uh, for I don't, was it gambling or what was it? For? I think it was gambling. Yeah, but it, I think he's only getting maybe a few games. If that's come out or not, I'm not sure. Right. It was prior to the draft. So what do you think? I wonder what they're. I, I was. I, I would have been curious what their asking price would have been. Well, or I not, just wonder if that Cam Robinson's only out for three games and that have. You know what? You're wanting to bring Jonah in to get off to a decent start for three or four games. You're probably saying, "Oh, we'll give you six round pick for Jonah Williams." Yeah, and the Bengals probably said, "Uh, click." Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Because they're probably like, "Oh, well, we're not wanting to give up a ton. We don't even know if this guy would start for us all year." Because then they'd be trying to move him to right tackle when the Cam Robinson came back. So then they'd be in the same conundrum after like week three. Right. Well, you know, he's not happy. Goodberry responded with this, says, wonder if the Jags could have played pick 27 differently depending on what the Bengals' interest in trading away Jonah were. If Anton Harrison was available, I assume the Bengals might have been more interested in trading Jonah instead of Jets. Yeah, wasn't the report the Bengals had interest in Antoine yeah. Harrison? I yeah. wouldn't have been happy with that. I, I did not want him because he's more of a left tackle. I would have right. not been happy with that. He is more of a left tackle, but um... – I, it sounded like the Bengals saw he could make the transition to right. I just, at some point, get tired of the transitions, personally. Okay, right. Chris is saying he thinks it was PEDs. I, I'm not sure either way on that one. That's why I oh, said yeah. I'm, I'm not sure if he was suspended for that. I know there was a bunch of players, but that was like the Lions, wasn't it, that got hit with the, uh, the gambling. I think that was Detroit. So I don't think that was him in Jacksonville. His might have been PEDs or something else. That's good, Robert. Who they? 
What up? William in there. Sorry, said Rob. Everybody else we were saying hi to earlier. But yeah, moving our way back up. So some notes yeah. then. It was PED. PED. All right. Yeah. So thank you for that, Chris. So did it did it say uh, when you looked that up what his if he got a certain amount like forty? Uh, hold, hold, hold on for one second. Uh, uh, facing it just says facing PED. It doesn't say how much. Well, That's then right. Kim Robinson days with Jaguars numbered after Antoine Harrison. Thing. I don't. This was after the draft. They said this. I can't. I don't think it would be because of that. I don't know. Well, they just re-signed him like the year before to like right. a four or five year deal, which I thought was silly because he had never really. It, it just says he's expected to be suspended for the beginning of the 2023 season, so that could be four games, five games. We don't know yet. Yeah, yeah, it's hard to tell. Right. Um, but moving up from DJ Ivy with the rookie Benny Camp report via Dan Horde, Brad Robbins, who's taking number ten. He didn't realize he didn't realize that was uh, Kevin Huber's number. <laughs> yeah, right. Like I heard him say, he was like, he's like, I didn't really pay attention. You know, they just offered me some numbers. I was like, yeah, Tim seems cool. So yeah, he probably wouldn't have taken that once he found that out. But hey, whatever. thank God he got my fucking tweet too and brought that stash with him. Yeah, yeah, the stash is I, back. I feel pretty good about well, it. He being my article. He read my article because he, he read your article. That's right. Like, his pick particularly was went from A plus with the stash or B if he didn't bring it back. So right. it's a fucking A plus. Yeah. But uh it said and hearing him talk about it, he really wasn't sure if that was Zach Taylor, which that's what we all thought, but it's just hilarious. <laughs> but he really thought so my thing is like, dude, it's the sixth round. Why did you think maybe it, like why were you so sure at that point? And he said, even after they got off the phone, he started to feel like, okay, it probably was, but it's not until he's seen it a couple minutes later on the TV that he was like, okay, that actually was Zach Taylor. I just had that phone call. With. Yeah. He's like, oh shit, mom. That hey, Zach that. Taylor, how you doing? Yeah. He was like probably mocking him and all that and stuff. And he's yeah. like, oh crap. Yeah. But now, you guys remember the whole thing with Muhammad Sanu, right? Yeah. How he was prank called. Well, we took him just not in the first round. We waited to the third round. So, yeah, which should just be – it's just such a dick thing to do. Yeah, that, I mean, come on. I mean, that's just being a jackass right there. But uh, then they were also talking about he went outside and punted some the other day, so he didn't get to stay in the, the nice bubble. But the weather's been nice either way. Fuck yeah, yeah. it's been nice as shit. I mean, they're still – they're just spoiled. They get to stay in that bubble all the time. But uh, he was outside punting, and they said his hang time was regularly hitting five. Elite punters are like 4.8 in the NFL – so he's literally hitting some of the, you know, the hot. Well, and that's on average. So he's going to have games where it don't touch five and this, that, and the other different things going on. But the fact that he's able to have a pretty con- – and he had the highest in NCAA football the last couple of years. So, I mean, I, and that's what we needed. Now, I yes, there's still competition, but as everyone would say, he has a leg up on the competition. Yes. So, yeah, he does. I'm looking forward to it, man. No, I'm looking forward to it, too, you know. But, yeah, man, that was interesting. Yeah, not, when I think about that, we were talking about earlier, if the Bengals traded Jonah just so they could take Antoine Harrison, I'd rather have much rather have Jonah than Harrison, man. If we took Harrison over the other, over Mike Murphy, I mean, can we both agree? I would have been pissed off over that. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. Anytime you're invested in, in the line and, and I, even the O-line to protect Burrow, you could talk me into a lot of picks being good picks on the line. 
all right, man. I don't know. I, I just was never sold on him personally. Just, no, I agree. I would like in the moment, a hundred percent would have been disappointed. Cause yeah. I do think he projects better as a left tackle. Right. But you know, shit, I would have been like, okay, let's work with this. Right. Well, we'll, we'll find out when we play the Jaguars, how he's going to do it. Right. Tackle. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's well, I mean, yeah, at that point, it'll probably be a right tackle because the guy should be back, I would imagine. So, moving up to number 80. Greg, you getting this jersey? I Oh, shit. Here we go. Uh, Andre Yosevash, 6'3", 205 pounds. Johnny Tsunami. Basically, you know, just he can really run. <laughs> this is like <laughs> yeah. Dan Hoyt. Yeah, He's eager to suck up knowledge from Troy Waters. Um, you know, it's your job now. You have to know a bunch of things, and you get paid to do it. That's what he said. Well, who so, won? Wait, who won that race between him and DJ Turner? Didn't they both race each other or something, or did that not happen? I don't know. I, or I thought that was just people bullshitting and talking about Okay. Him. That'd be an interesting race, though, because you got an Olympic guy versus the guy who ran the fastest at the combine. That'd be a good race right there. Well, I said I'm going with Juan Drago in that hypothetical anyway because he ran 4-2-6. I beg to differ. Four two six greater than four four. I don't give a, I don't give a damn about that. This is a bit. This is I never seen an argument like this since everybody wanted Billy Hamilton and John Ross to run against each other. But I mean, I don't understand. Like on the race wise, like how would four two six not beat four? An Olympian, no, Dale. He's going up against a guy that could have got the Olympics, bro. But they're racing. Okay. race, right? Okay, Dale, he could get lucky that day. I'm just saying, Yossi Bosch could get lucky that day, man. I'll, 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 Juan Drago didn't say, let's do the heptathlon. Right. I don't know, Dale. You see? They, they, just, I would, they already I would did race, right? Yossi Bosch for heptathlon, the event he... That, Rob P is agreeing with me. Yossi Bosch... Well, he said me. a 60. That's what I mean. So are they going to do 60? Yeah. 40, he clearly gets him because right. he don't. And 60, now I kind of just, I want to see a 50-yard dash. That's yeah, let's, that's do, that's let's meet in the middle with a 50-yard dash. Let's meet in the middle. They need to have a 50-yard dash. 50-yard dash. I want to see this. Let's Bengals, let's make this happen. For all the money. Let's do it for charity. No, seriously, do it for charity or something. Let's see this yeah. happen. Why not? I agree. Get it done, let's, Greg. Call your people in the Bengals organization. I sure will. So uh, there's nobody to throw money in there. I'll run with my shirt off. <laughs> it would be to throw one running just for the hell of it. Even you're though I'm going to be able to run with your fucking boner if that guy's out there. Yeah, running. yeah, you're going to see him over here getting loose and stretching. <laughs> and be like, oh, yeah. I gotta go. Yeah, you get, a, you get a fucking TPO put on you that day. Well, Dale, I, before we go on, I forgot to tell you, man. Guess who purchased a, a glass eater shirt? Who's going to be wearing it in front of Ted Cares and Lando Brown Friday? Hey, I heard uh, I heard Greg Luther did, is what Joe told me. Is that correct? Yeah. What's that? You, I said, is that correct, Mr. Greg Luther? I guess we'll find out, won't we? <laughs> and um so this is Spence. You'll have to you'll have to tell Ted Karras, hey, be on the lookout. I know no, I, I'm gonna tell you on the lookout, but I also gotta tell him I want part of the profit over this. I'm, I'm gonna physically be there, Dale. I gotta get part of the profit here, man. Part of what profit? <laughs> right. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's what I, I was just, I was just taking a shot there, bro. Hey. Half of nothing is nothing. No, let's start a race. <laughs> I want you to tag this. I want you to tag this. We'll start a race. Drago and Yoshi. 
Drago Yoshi. Let's hashtag it. You always say for people to do this and get on Twitter and do and no one ever does it. So you're gonna have to do it, Greg. Fine, I can fine. If I have to go myself, I will. Drago versus Yoshi. 50 yard dash. Right. Hey. At Bengals, at Bengals PR. Tag them. You know, you gotta do what you gotta do here. (laughs) This shows you how desperate the Dolphins are. They just signed Cedric O'Guayhi. He just got released by somebody the other day. No, so. was it the Ravens that released him or the Jets? No, maybe the Hawks. I don't know. Maybe the Jets. Yeah. I don't know. Dolphins, though, man, signing Cedric O'Boy. I mean, like, you know what? I mean, he's been around, so he just, he just, hey, he just good never, for him. Cashing good in for the him. checks. Good for him cashing in the checks, man. It, it's just that he just, just, just didn't work out, for, I guess, right? Yeah. I mean, he shouldn't have been a first round pick. He no. was injured at the time, even like that should have dropped him for uh, on a lot of boards. People had him as second, third round because of, you know, talent and injuries. And the Bengals were like, Oh, we're not smart. Everybody. He could have been a top five pick of healthy. Well, a lot of things could happen. Oh, look what Foxy put in here. Here we go. Foxy. Oh, oh I don't know about this Foxy, but that's an interesting take. So hey, anything Foxy. to get Yoshi on the field, this would actually be cool. Yeah. Foxy, let's do this, man. For the podcast listeners, our guy, Foxy, $5 super chat, which much appreciated. What do you guys think about putting 20 pounds on Yoshi and turn him to tight end next year? Probably have to be more than that. He's 6'3", like 205. You'd probably have to put like 30 to 40 pounds right. on him. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. just, but bro, and then what's his speed at that point? You know what right. I mean? Like how much would he lose in speed? Or he's if you go light and he's 225 tight end, you're just basically flexing him out like an Evan Ingram or somebody. Yeah. How many ribeyes do you think he has to we would have to eat a day? Oh, I don't know, but I'm sure you would help him, right? There you go. Be fucking take him to all the spots. I take him to Roadhouse saying, here you go, man. Here's my whole life savings, man. Eat every ribeye you could possibly see. Go get him. <laughs> I got this planned out, buddy. Uh, fucking slipping him a Mickey. I'll be his nutrition. Yeah, Paul, I don't think DJ's going to. He'll probably go with Turner, but he said. I listened to that, which we were going to get to that, but uh, he he does think his teammates, and he wants them since there's so many DJs, DJ Ivy, DJ Reader. He's he says uh, he expects them to call him Juan Drago or just Drago, right? Drago, I think so. He said I, either way. I'm a, oh, he's pronouncing Drago. He's pronouncing <laughs> it wrong. It's Drago. Needs to be Drago. Right. We'll let him know. We'll let him know how to pronounce his own name. That's right. Yeah. He's got it wrong the whole time. He's been saying DJ too much. Hey, so our our Brown, should we let Browns fans just live in their fantasy, right? I mean, don't get me wrong. It scared the hell out of me. They got what's his name, Zedarius Smith. But how often have we seen this so many times? I already went on my rant about them the other day on Friday night. So, all right. Okay. That's right. Never mind. Let's let that one lie for now until we start getting closer to week one. Then I'm sure we'll have plenty to, because they just can't keep their mouth shut. Hey. Let him talk. Talk your shit. But speaking of Brown, our fifth round pick, Chase Brown. The note for him, first thing he came in, the locker room, he took a picture, sent it to his mom, put it on a social media page. That's how thankful he is. We all saw him crying on draft day when he was finally drafted. Just overwhelmed, overjoyed. Um, Both those guys had a tough journey. and Mom was addicted to... Right, had some drug addiction issues in their life. They come from Canada. They moved right. in with the family when they were like 14. 
So both them boys have overcome a lot, and both of them to get drafted to the NFL. Amazing story. Um, very awesome accomplishment for them, their mom, their family, the family that took them in they're still close with. Just yes. an all-around good story, but he just seems all around like a good person. So I love that pick. Like you, I told you guys I had him as a as a late third round guy and we got him at, at the end of the fifth. So that's why it's one of my favorite picks. Probably my favorite pick is just the value of it was so good. And then uh I wanted to mention this since I seen it today that uh Bengal Jam and them guys put on the jungle to the hall event each yep. year. So uh he'll be signing it does cost money for him at the jungle to the hall event, but it's going to the money's still going to charity, but he'll be there signing, taking pictures, and that, like, but you will have to pay for that. Now, uh, they were saying, like, some of the other, you know, veteran players and things like that, they'll be there signing for free, I think, already. Yeah. So that's what I read on it. So I don't know all the details. I'm sure there'll be more details coming out as it gets closer, but I did want to mention that because I think that's the first I've seen of it was today that yeah. they got Chase Brown, who will be at that. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, I, I did get it, my ticket for that. That, that when I saw that, that's awesome. If I, if I, hopefully, if I have the cash, I definitely will try to do that. Because I mean, how, how when is that, that event, Greg? Because I didn't have the date. Yeah, I, I think it's June 11th or 12th. Let me look at the dates right here. I believe it's here. I got my ticket on my wallet here. Hold on, I'm not going to show you guys my ID or anything, but why not? Yeah, credit card. Yeah, Jungle to the Hall, June 10th. Uh, June 10th is Jungle to the June Hall. 10th. And where's that at? Down at the stadium? Uh, no, it's uh, down. It's down at West Free Freedom Way. I, I believe it's on the banks. Uh, June tenth. I have to check my schedule. June tenth at one p.m. I, I think you get down there at one, but it doesn't like start till four or something. I'd have to relook when it starts. But yeah, it's June tenth. Didn't you win some stuff last year, Greg? Yeah, that Chad Johnson jersey. I just, I swear to you. There were people like buying like 20 tickets. It was like $5 a ticket. I just bought like, I know like for five tickets, it was like $5 or something. There were people that were buying 20 or 30 tickets. And, and all of a sudden I read my numbers. I'm like, holy crap, I won the jersey. And then I won something else, right? This this guy spent five dollars and won two things. People were there. No, then I went something else. No, no, no. So uh, Bridget was sitting right near me. She gave me this look like, are you kidding me? Yeah. And all that. I'm like, I, I'm like, oh, the ticket never don't lie. So I mean, you know, so and for, they, and so I can never say I never won anything because we all know that's a bunch of crap. Right? Did you say so. the jungle to the hall? It costs money to go. Uh, no, I think it was a free ticket, I believe, and all that and stuff. Right. I didn't. I don't think I paid. Did anything. you have to order the ticket? I. It's been such a while ago. I don't think you do. You do have to order the ticket, but I. I don't know if there if there's any more tickets available. That's the thing because the tickets oh. went on sale quite some time ago. But I can check and ask. Yeah, I'll, I'll go. Yeah, and as it gets closer, somebody might have one available, you know, that back yeah, here too or something like that. Something to yeah. keep an eye on. Yeah, you yeah, know, I'll find out for you guys right now, as a matter of fact, as we speak. And we'll move on to Chuck Sizzle. Uh, sinks his hip, cuts for making a catch. Super important. And Chuck says, super important to come in and try to learn as much as possible, learn how this organization works. The culture in the locker room, try to be a sponge and pick up everything I can. So generic statement, but hey, he looked good. I don't know if anybody's seen videos of him running routes. He looked clean. He had one diving one on the sideline. Mm -hmm. That looked really impressive. So 
Seems to be having a good camp. What is it, Greg? It's it's free. You can still reserve a spot. They are free. Uh, Saturday, it's yeah, one to four Saturday. Yeah. Freedom okay. Way, Cincinnati, Ohio, four five two zero two. So you don't need a ticket. You just show up. We well, have to reserve a spot. Reserve. Have to reserve. Oh. It's a free ticket, but you have to reserve a but spot. They still have spots. So you send can... me that link, Greg. I am doing it right now as we speak. Dale, you want me to send it to you too or no? Uh, probably not. Uh, you want to come down here? We'll take. Hey, when we're done, we'll go take it to Midwest Best Barbecue. Dale, I'm going to get you. Dale, what is Midwest Barbecue? Hey, by the way, speaking of Midwest, let's hope this happens, everybody. Get Midwest at Paycor Stadium. I mean, they're, they're not in yet. There's a contest, but I, I we need to make this happen. So I don't need to – we can have Midwest at the Paycor Stadium. That would just be so awesome if that could happen. Hell, yes, it would. Uh, and since uh, they could do the Grippo Wings, man. Absolutely. Since Uno Wings. like Grippo. Uno wings would definitely be there, but um, like yep. I said, we have to wait. They're still in. If they uh, hopefully, I know there's like a round and all that stuff. So they it's still a ways to go, but that's who I'm pulling. And Dale, thank you for Bengals and Bruce for trying to for supporting it also. Yeah, I mean, you guys talked highly of it. It's something that I plan on trying, and we know that they're big Bengals fans that go yes. to games and stuff. So, I mean, they're a local business, so it seems like what the Bengals are looking for. So, I just said this seems like it'd be a great candidate. And yeah, Paul, I am a little uh, surprised. I, I know he's not number one. Mm-mm. I don't think he thinks he's number one, but who knows, man? I can't climb in his head. It seemed like he was okay with taking a backup role. Right, no, he, was he wasn't being picky or anything. But yeah, it's maybe it's just we don't know exact money. He might say, okay, I'll be a backup, but you still need to pay me X amount of dollars that not many teams have. I don't know. I'm just, I, I'm really not sure. And well, yeah, the the Chiefs cry about everything. Their fan base cries about everything. If they let him out of Germany, that's a crock of shit because it's set. Who has ever been able to just be like, nah, we ain't doing it? Like, if they let them out of that game and assign someone else, that'd be the biggest freaking joke. But could we see it happening? Yes, because it's the Chiefs and we've seen some shady shit. Well, fucking Roger Goodell's team, you know, that's why he went down on the field and and told the – who was it he was telling, like, we did it. We did it after the AFC championship. Yeah, he said, I don't care uh, how how hard you hit him or whatever to fucking Chris Jones. Hugging, like making out on the field is weird. But yeah, our buddy Will, do you think at any point in the NFL will have a game each year players – It'd be like the old XFL, uh, XFL, right? He hate me, and right. Yes. I don't think they would, but it would be it would be interesting to see. Which some people, I mean, I guess Burrow would have to pick a nickname at that point, right? Right. He'd have to show favoritism. Yeah. No, he'd still be like Burrow. And maybe he would spell it in the uh, Creole way from. Uh, or or he just go Indiana. Or he'd go Joey B. He just put yeah. Joey dash B on the back of his, right? Probably. But yeah, it'd be a fun idea for what yeah. for a game or for a preseason game. Like preseason, Hell yeah, no one gives a shit anyways. Exactly. Even, even like warm ups before the game. Well, now, that's probably confusing though. People are trying to make the team based on their tape from preseason. It's like, yeah, oh, oh yeah, here's uh, here's Snickers. Yeah, <laughs> Snickers. <laughs> Snickers had a good run here, but hey, I'm, Dale, pull up the one Charles H has right here. This is an interesting question. This is something I don't think has ever been discussed much. If Joe Mixon gets suspended, which looks like could be a possibility, but we see a lot of Chase Brown. I don't know. We still don't know the whole situation. Yes. What's going on? I mean, we just don't if, know. 
if if he would, because we have no idea if that's even on the table. Right. I, I, it seems like, I mean, we don't know, right? We just really we just don't, don't know. know. Nobody knows. We if 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 he would, yes. Yeah. I think Chase Brown's your feature back because he's yeah. used to yeah. carrying the load at <laughs> Illinois, and I think that then they slide Travion in as like you know his backup and the third down guy for that game. Well, Dale, what was interesting is we had James on last week. I asked him a simple the – the question I asked him is, what position are, do you think we're not satisfied with? And I just wrote out, it has to be tight end, right? He said, I think we're okay at tight end. He said he would add another running back, which I found very interesting. I mean, but if Mixon, if I know – just say, for example, if he's suspended for like four or five games, I give Zeke a call immediately. Yeah? I mean, because you can't go to the season with Chase Brown and uh, uh, Travion Williams. Even though I'm a big fan of both of them, you can't go to the season with just those two guys at running back. I just read an article, I think it was Sports Illustrated, talking about how Bengals are still in the talk for a lot of uh, possibly trading for a running back. Like uh, they even mentioned like Derrick Henry and uh, Delvin Cook. I don't see that. We always get connected to that stuff now that we're good. But then it's like, I don't think the Bengals are ever really in the talk for it. But it just, people that write these articles, yeah, they're going to toss out some teams that Mm -hmm. are higher profile that they think are going for it, you know. What, so, Dale, say if Mixon was suspended four games, what would you do at running back for the time being? Would you just stick with what you have, or would you add, like, a free agent piece such as Zeke or something? you got to add another body. There's not many yeah. out there. So, I mean, you're basically, like, Zeke would have to be your prime target. I really like Jarek McKinnon, but the Chiefs ended up bringing him back. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think Chase Brown could slide in and still be that feature role, and you'd still I, ask Zeke to do the third down role. And then, that's hey, exactly what I think. Maybe it's that's what I want. Yeah, well, he pipped and he never he gets cut at that point. I I don't know. You know, we, just, nobody knows. We can't comment because no, we don't know the whole situation or anything. Yeah, yeah, but that's when you do these shows, you speculate. Yeah, you speculate. Yeah. If you're asking me if that happens, then my yeah, yeah it's a scenario. Yes, it's a scenario situation. And yes. yes, I would sign Zeke if mm-hmm. it's like four game. If it's more than one or two games, I think you got to sign. You got well, you got to sign somebody. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, mean, yeah, I know they have a block one drafted guys, but come on, man, get get somebody. We're we're trying to win Super Bowls here. We're not relying on undrafted uh, running backs. Which I mean, yeah. hey, running backs sometimes can come from undrafted more than other positions in late rounds. So I mean, I guess I shouldn't completely hate on that, but it's just yeah. not something I would want to rely on for right. for three or four games, especially. Yeah, you know, but like I say, you know, with the t- t- tight ends, I mean, James, you know, I- I've always, James Rapine, I'm a big fan of, I respect James, but I just don't agree with the whole tight end thing. I know I got in the same fight with uh, Santori about this on, on Twitter. I understand, I understand uh, Irv Smith is more athletic than Hayden Hurst. I understand he was a better prospect coming out than Hayden Hurst. It's just that, it's just, it's just like I keep going back. It's just the injury concerns and all that. I hope that I get proven wrong big time and all that. But if it wasn't for the injury concerns, I wouldn't even hardly be paying attention almost right now. Well, Irv Smith wasn't a better prospect coming out. Hayden Hurst, Hayden Hurst went in the first round. Irv went in the second. Oh, Irv went in the second. Okay. Well, Irv went two tonight. picks before we took Drew Sample. Oh, don't, it went Irv Smith, A.J. Brown, all pro AJ Brown, you know, Pro okay. Bowl AJ Brown receiver, and then Drew Sample. Yeah, okay, but like, do, but, do, I don't know if I even agree. Is Irv Smith really more athletic? Than, they're two different tight ends, but is Irv Smith really more athletic than Hayden Hurst when he's healthy? Do you think? Uh, maybe slightly, but it's not yeah. much of a difference. Their forty times was both like right. I mean, I can hear both sixes, and Hurst is a bigger guy. Yeah. Um, 
like Raz scores, I, I just think I think Hurst has the edge just because he's bigger and all that and stuff. I mean, sure, Herb may be a little bit faster, but overall height and all that, I just think it's Hayden Hurst. Like I say, I hope Hurst Smith proves me wrong big time. I hope he proves me wrong big time. Don't get me wrong. Now, uh, moving on up, they talked about Jordan Battle, and Dan asked him about, you know, playing in 54 games for Nick Saban. Mm-hmm. Then just in general, like it doesn't even sound like he started talking about saving at that point. He said, everybody wants the end goal of going to the Super Bowl. You have to understand what you can do to have an advantage going into a game. How can you make the team better? Right. Which, once again, just listening to those quotes are like, well, you know why the Bengals love this man. Yeah. Team leader, you know, just all-around character guy in Jordan Battle. And then uh, James Rapine, when I was listening to Locked On, he surprised how thick he was. So I thought I'd mention that, you know. <laughs> well, he is in the locker in room. Back in. He's looking he gets- at him like, damn, he's probably had them built bars. That's right. right. He so, probably got him a fucking crate of them. But, yeah, it sounds like Jordan Battle is going to be a stuff. I mean, they, they, really he's is. basically saying he's built like a fucking jacked-up linebacker that plays safety and runs four or five. And so he's that's got a fucking good. That's good real thing. high football IQ. Yes. And he knows what's coming. Like, that man's going to fucking put the hurt on some people. Yeah. Whether it's this season or after this season. But that's going to end up, I think, being a really, really good draft pick. And then our favorite, Juan Drago slash Drago, they were showing video of, like, how quick he could get up to speed. You know, uh, long and flood his strides are, Dan saying. Um, and he's saying, like, I can cover a lot of ground without really looking. He takes long strides. Some people take shorter and makes them look faster. But, dude, he's up to full speed in, like, two steps. It's insane. And you see it on tape, too. It's not just, like, out there on the practice field. The way he breaks on the balls when, like, oh, it's a little screen out you know, to the tight end or the running back, boom, he's on them immediately. It's pure sex, Greg. I know it's pure <laughs> sex. Drago is pure sex. Hell yeah, he is. Speak on a pork chop. Too, man. Speak on your man, Drago. That, listen, man, that guy, if he sits in the fucking cut all year, it's going to surprise me. I think that he's going to be on that field playing. And not only that, but with the fucking hang time, that fucking Robbins is going to put on that ball and Juan Drago running down the field in special teams. This guy's going to fucking kill it. And uh, he'll definitely be our starter next year. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he's, if he starts, uh, you know, some games this year and especially yeah, going know, into the yeah. beginning of it, Wuzier might not re- be uh, back at the right, right at the beginning of the season. And he's I think it would have injury. to be later in the year, kind of like with CTB, you know, to make sure they add him up to speed, but. Yeah, Greg, with that farmer tan. I feel good about our corners, man, for the next fucking few years. That's for no, sure. I did too. Poor chop, even if we lose Louisiana next year, which is possible, I, I, I feel perfectly fine. I am totally fine with him. And then Murphy, obviously, he just shows up and looks like this oh, guy's a freak. One year old. What did, uh, was it Dan Horde that said, was he the one that used the quote motorcycle lean? Dude. Yeah, that's a Greg Cosell term. The way he gets around that final pad and the drill, um, been around the edge like that. And uh, they were talking about, too, like Marion Hobby was just giving him small tips about getting to the quarterback quicker. Because, I mean, he's already given him that in like the first practice and things that the kid's probably going to use because he's a very smart kid as well. 
So where he just runs up, fill a lot on tape. I just see this. It's, it's going to work out really well. He's going to be yes. a very worst case scenario. You've got like a very solid player who still gets you, you know, a lot of seasons, five or six sacks. Maybe he never turns into the 10 to 15 sack stud you want, but he's going to hold up against the run and get you six sacks a season. That That is basically like similar to a Hubbard. And we all love Hubbard. Fuck yep. yeah. Cincinnati loves that kid. So I just think, I, and that's the low side. Because he's only 21, he's, I mean, athletic freak, got way more, way more natural athleticism than Hubbard. So his upside, just based on his athleticism, is so much higher. You know, but I'm saying that's probably like his floor is you get another Sam Hubbard. Yeah, which I is agree. really good. Right. That's worst case scenario. I think he's going to be a fucking stud, man. The, the more, the farther we get out from that draft, the more I... I look back and I like our draft. There's no, three- I, I, I do too. Like I said, if it, if we even took a tight end in the sixth round, I would have given it an A plus. But you know what? I am almost at the point I don't care anymore. If they're confident in what they're going with, who am I to question? And I still think Wilcox comes back. No, um, no, no. That's all I want to do. I want to get down the numbers of who all we have on the roster and how many spots we got left to ninety, and then try to figure out who could still be brought in to maybe fill. And yeah. a lot of it will be like undrafted guys and things like that. But just see how many spots are still out there. Foxy's asking, when is Mr. Big Time coming back? Talking about Jeff, I'm assuming. Uh, yeah. I don't know. He's hoping to finish his catching Tuesday, right. Wednesday. I mean, the man had tons of time getting drunk all weekend. He called me like 40 times. I, I finally called him back. It's just like, man, I got stuff going on, buddy. But he was yeah. like, I got the island in for the, oh, man, that was his big accomplishment. Oh, and yeah. And he was hammering them beers Saturday. Yeah. But Which you know, I was what? go live, but then my wife was like, You do what you want. And I was like, Nope, not nope. doing that, Jeff. You don't. <laughs> no. When when they say go ahead, do what you want, you don't do what you want. That was one of those you could tell by the tone. It's like, oh, you do whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But no, no, uh, Dale, you brought up Wilcox. James did say he is he's pretty sure they'll get someone like Wilcox back. So yeah, we're so technically we're not done adding tight end, but yeah, we I I think we're gonna get Wilcox back. Yeah, and then you just like me personally. I just hope Irv Smith stays healthy. Cause no, I, I did No, I, I like the player. It's just it's what do you have after him to fill his role right. Right. if he gets hurt? James and Santori, if you guys are watching this right now, if you if Irv Smith proves me right, you you both can punch me in the gut big time. I will let both you come up and punch me in the gut. Well, it ain't about that. Like they were just saying, the depth wise, like no, the oh, depth they don't wise, need yeah. much depth, and they think right. sample's good enough if he needs to fill in. And that's right. why I'm like, I can't ever say that. Like I'm not allowed. Like my, I just can't. My body won't. No, I know. I, I mean, like, look, I respect their, <laughs> I respect their opinions. I respect the James. I have 100 percent respect for. I just don't know if I can. I just don't know if I see that myself. That's the only thing. Yeah. I would just like somebody that was more similar to his skill set, four yeah. six, uh, more dynamic pass catcher, you know. And it's that's not sample. That's not no, it's not. Yeah. That's not Aussie Aussie. So wait, wait, wait. I'm, like I'm just saying, like like I wish we had another backup, you know. And it sounds like draft wise, they were going to go after more of the pass catching guy with good speed. Right. Yeah, no. They had the two tight ends. They only liked were were Kincaid and Laporte, the two pass catching biggest pass catching tight ends. So clearly, our focus is more on pass catching tight ends. 
Oh, yeah. And Bur- other Burrow teams are going to make cuts that have a shitload of tight ends, and they're not going to be able to keep them all. So. Exactly. Yeah, if it's I mean, not Wilcox, it's probably going to be Seathan Carter because we yes. like his special teams, and he did come in for a visit. So I want to make sure we mention that name. Good yes. name to mention, Will, because uh, I had it on my notes a week or so ago, the ones I left at work, and then I never, never remembered to mention them. So Charles Burrow in the house, yes, and he was wearing a headband like I usually wear. That's why I said I can't wear one today. I can't compete with that man wearing a headband. My God. And at one picture, it looks like the gun show was out. Just say everything about him was, you know, glistening as usual. Yeah, that headband, he was on your nuts today, Dale. Yeah. Hey, I don't even care. That's the thing. I, I he watches the show. Wear. I want He him watches to wear. the show. One of these guys with these <laughs> fucking names, that's him. They won't send us a picture of them. They won't jump on there, you know. <laughs> Probably Joe. Yeah. But, um, poor chop, I know you got to get ready for work. Um, Gregor, I know you got to get ready for sex. That's right. He's got to get ready to rub one off to fucking Yosevich. <laughs> that's, that's true. I got to start the whole Yosevich Turner. I got to start it, Dale. I know you always back me up. You always do back me up. Even if it doesn't spread... I always appreciate you have my back, man. I try, Greg. I Just try. look for Greg's hashtag. Hashtag rub one off for Yosevich. No, no, seriously, guys, seriously. What should the uh, hashtag be? I'm going to be serious on this. For what? The race? Right. Yeah, it should be Yoshi versus Yoshi Drago race. I would just say Yoshi versus Drago as like talking about it. Yeah. And then okay. put like hashtag 50 yard dash. All right, I'll think of something. Yeah. As long as you know you mentioned them, and then Dale, I'm not smart. Then- Dale, I, I don't have your smarts, Dale, uh, to think of stuff like this, man. You, to you, it's no big deal, man. I don't have your smarts on this, bud. Greg, you're plenty smart, buddy. Don't right. don't sell yourself short. I don't. Want all to right, all right. Zeke Natty did could have made it, but we'll exactly. See. <laughs> it's still so, gonna happen, though. Okay. So if we have some news, maybe we'll be back on another day this week. You never know. But as of right now. Wednesday is going to be me and Hooday Joe interviewing James Rapine for about a half an hour. And then Friday will be the next time I'm back home with these two beautiful faces at 3.30. Whoa, 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 wait. No, we'll, I think we're going to be at that thing Friday and all that. That's at, at 4 o'clock. Not at 3.30, is it? Is it that early, Greg? Yeah, it's at 4 o'clock at the Holy Grail. What? It's at well, 4 o'clock? I'm not going to yeah. have these beautiful faces. So I have, to see, I have to see if maybe Iceman is off of his sabbatical and if he could maybe join me on friday since these guys won't be here so i'll take my head if it i'll take my headphone and try to pop on down there but man when i did it at the draft it was yeah dude it's gonna be loud down there yeah maybe i'll um, go in the toilet yeah we'll see we'll figure something out we'll figure something out something always worst case scenario we will have a show then friday i was saying seven this week i think karen's gonna join us as a guest um, but it may end up being 8 o'clock because Derek has another birthday party. And I'm like, Jesus, Derek, you do the show one day a week. Yeah. One day, Derek. What? And every time it's like scrambling to, yeah. to wonder. But he said, and then he said, well, the worst thing is, I don't even know if we'll make it then if we change it to 8. And I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ. Well, Dale, can you do a third? Oh, yeah, that's right. You can't do Thursday, my man. So I... So that's usually it's him and Joe. That's why we do Friday. And we're tr- trying to have like a schedule, a routine. So, you know, maybe we could actually get into that for now, but we'll, uh, we'll figure it out. And yeah, I may need you, Foxy, if you're off work on Friday. Yeah. So we'll see. And then if we can get uh, old, old Hefe 
to get that kitchen done, but I'm not counting on him. He said, oh, okay, I've done Tuesday or Wednesday. He won't have it done. He'll be panicking trying to still get it done Friday probably. Hey, Dale, I could probably still jump on Friday for part of it. If nothing else, I'll drive down there and I'll uh, from Big big Fancy. Yeah, well, like I said, we'll figure it out, guys. Uh, don't worry about it. Like, uh, you guys, you're going to be there with your best friend, Orlando Brown. Yep, that's true. Hey, I'm, I'm going to be rocking Dale. The whole point is I'm going to be rocking with the shirt. I'm bringing the koozie down and everything. With well, I was going to say, hopefully somebody becomes best friends with Ted Karras because I know we'd be best friends. Yes, you if would. We ever hung out? Just no, you no, you would. Because we both like Miller Lite. That's it, man. And that's really Dude. all you need. Maybe you need yeah, to get yeah, I'm here on I will go down and talk to him, man. No, no, I, you know, I'll do my best, bud. Greg, I know a guy you'd be best friends with. He's like, uh, <laughs> yeah, right. security. Let me set you up on fucking blind date. <laughs> right. Now I won't go crazy and take care. It's like I would. You all thought I was going to be with Zeke. I promise. Yeah. Well, that could still happen if we would sign him. Oh, you don't want to see that like you saw that one. Did you hear that noise? (laughs) Yeah. Uh But yeah, Wednesday, there will be a show Wednesday, 3.30, James or P. There will be a show Friday, likely at 3.30. Then we'll see, like, hey, maybe one of these deals get signed and then we'll have a special episode sometime. Right. We always love that. That'd be hot. Yeah, it's one hour now. If it was mock draft, it'd be two hours. You're right, Crip. But yeah. it's not. It's not mock draft season. All right. Love y'all. Good day. Good day. Love you.